When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's great to be with you today. Got a lot that I want to discuss with you. Got a lot that we need to get into. Um, Obviously, I told you I thought the Raiders would hire a general manager yesterday, and they did. I told you I um, was not reporting it as fact, but that I thought it was going to be Champ Kelly. It was not. It was Tom Telesco, the former um, uh, Los Angeles Chargers coach. Uh, who was uh, fired from the Chargers after 11 seasons. Now, we've talked about Telesco a lot, and um, I spent a ton of time yesterday talking to people who know him, trying to to learn him. I'm going to be meeting with him today. Um, So I want to dig in with you real quick on Telesco, where the Raiders are at, and my assessment of it. Now, first of all, um, I say this because I want you to understand how I approach things. I'm not a Raider fan. I, I cover the team. So the first thing that that really got me um, was the surprise of so many people. I, too, was surprised. I'm not saying that I wasn't. I thought there was a good chance that he would be part of the organization. I didn't think he would get the general manager's job for a couple of reasons, and none of them have to do with him. You've had Champ in the building doing everything. He sat in on head coaching interviews, and you extended the process so long. Number one. Number two, you then um, only interviewed you know one candidate who had significant experience. And he was one that on the surface, you could look at several things and be critical of. Um, so if you wanted to go there, I would have thought they would have interviewed more people. Again, it's not a slam on Telesco. Um, and number three, uh, because it came down to Dodds and Kelly and Telesco was the, the third option. <clears throat> um and I knew what so many people felt. I thought that that Mark would go with that. Hiring your coach first um, certainly is an awkward situation um, and makes it a very unique situation. That said, none of that has to do with Telesco. Mark Davis made the decision. I have told you numerous times, he doesn't care what I think, doesn't care what you think, and he shouldn't, his team. So, now we move on and they hire Telesco. So I really, I had done some research on him um, and had told you previously, very good guy, Bill Polian disciple. Um, Bill is considered by many. If there was a Mount Rushmore of general managers, he would be on it. So you like that background of him. 
So let's start, first of all, um, looking at what he did. You know, he starts with the Buffalo Bills, which is where he's from, where he's from in 91. 95, he's with Carolina. Um, then he goes um, to the Colts. Then he goes to the Bolts, where he's been at the Bolts for 11 years. Went there in 2013. And he was there for 11 seasons with the Bolts. And then now he's the general manager of the Raiders after getting fired after the Raiders put up 63 points on him. The whole staff got wiped out. Now, um, he did some very good drafting in the early rounds of the draft. Um, the Chargers perennially struggled with depth, which was a big deal. Um, and he, when he left and was terminated from the organization, um, they had over $40 million over the cap. They were in cap space hell, uh, with the worst coach in the national football league when he got fired. Those are all facts. Now I told you several days ago that while he was not the main contract negotiator, he was the overseer. And I was told by someone in the organization uh, that uh, who has no bone to pick against him. They thought he did a very good job considering the circumstances. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. Those are all factual things that you want to put on the table. Um, but now you move to Telesco. And so as I always do with you, I talk extensively with people around the league because I want to know what their, their thoughts of him are. What, are, what do they think of him? Um, and I was very surprised at several of the answers. Um, every one of them. These are men that I know. These are men that I've known a long time. These are men of character. Um, all told me, very good guy. Very good person. Very good guy. The players will trust him because he's trustworthy. I've talked to players who played for him. I've talked to people who've coached for him, people um, who've worked in management with him, and people who know him from other organizations. So I covered every every space that there could. Um, they all told me, good guy. More than one person said, if Tom tells you something, you have a, a right to stick with it and to believe in it. I thought all that was very, very fascinating. Now, moving along. Um, when I would talk with people, they would bring up the things I just brought up with you, the lack of depth. And one of the things that was shared with me by multiple people uh, in the Chargers and outside the Chargers was he arguably has the worst owner, had the worst owner with the Chargers. Um, for 11 years and that the reason he was able to keep his job with several of those reasons, the, the teams vastly underperformed um, was because the owner knew of some deficiencies that Telesco had to deal with. Thought that was a fascinating point that they brought up. <clears throat> and so um, several of the things they were able to point out to me, you know, you have to understand he had the owner he had and he had to work within that parameter. 
Had he had his track record at most NFL teams, he would never have lasted 11 years. But he had it with a team where at least the owner under knew there were there are some decisions being made that I want made as an owner. And that goes there. I thought that was all very, very fair. Uh, and I'm and I'm my job isn't to convince you that Telesco was a great hire or not a great hire. My job is to disseminate information that I ascertain from other people um, and give to you. Um there were a couple of things that I thought were really interesting. Now, I've told you numerous times, I'm not getting into politics, I'm getting into economics. One of you said that the other day, and I thought that was a great line. Um, there, I know for a fact players that the Chargers wanted that they did not want to go there and play because they didn't want to pay California taxes. And I've shared that to you multiple times. Multiple times. And so <clears throat> that will now become a very big selling point. Number two, he's not going to be with a cash-poor franchise anymore. And number three, um, allegedly, and we have reasons to believe it, so I'm only saying allegedly because we don't know right now, he has an owner that's going to let him um, do the things he needs to do and spend the money he needs to spend. So overall, uh, that's where it sits with Telesco. I, someone asked me on a radio show last night, would you call it an overwhelmingly great hire? No. Would you call it a bad hire? No. I think it's a interesting hire, um, but it's who's there now, and you move forward with it, and you go forward with it. And again, I think there are some decisions that were made here that are like his previous job, not on Telesco, to have... Listen, hiring AP was the right choice, period. I stand behind it, and I believe that. But to drag, in the, drag this out, um, I don't think was beneficial to your franchise. And I think you could have waited and told AP, all right, you've got the job, put together a staff, but I'm going to wait till we you know, have a general manager. Or this could have been handled quite a while ago. Telesco was unemployed. And you go interview the people that you want to interview and teams that are not playing, Dodds, and, you know, a few others. And to make sure every I is crossed, I mean, I is dotted, every T is crossed, and then you get your guy in here and he's working on the draft. So um, the handling of the process, I think Mark Davis did not handle it well but it's his team and he doesn't care what I think, nor should he. But what I would say to you is I, I think it was a, okay, a good pick. And now it's time to get to work. Um, I find it very fascinating. Um, reading emails and comments from fans. You know, I, I, from one guy that said his kid had a birthday party last night. He was so depressed he couldn't go. Um, other people that puts him in depression, and then other people ecstatic because they didn't they didn't want somebody with no experience. The exuberation to me was was fascinating watching the whole thing that went down. Um, I would tell you that I don't think there was anybody um, with the Telesco hire inside the building that thought poorly of Tom as a person. 
I think there were some people, well, I know, I can't, I don't have to say think, who were greatly disappointed that Champ didn't get it. Greatly disappointed. But this is a business. And the reality is the business goes on. Now, Champ remains under contract for one more year. And um, as Telesco has to make the decision, do I want to keep Champ? Champ's going to have some decisions about whether or not he wants to stay. And I have no idea what he'll do. I really sincerely don't. I would tell you, but I think part of what goes through a person's mind is, all right, they rejected me. They didn't want me. I shared this with you before. Um, the Raiders bench Derek Carr. He goes out, starts looking for another team. And all of a sudden they find out Brady's not coming. And they have a never say never approach. Let's circle back and, first of all, see if Derek would even be remotely interested in staying. And then they would have to go convince Mark Davis of that, which most people, myself included, do not think that they could have convinced Mark Davis. But when they circled back to, to Derek, the answer was no. No, I know there's a market for me and I think it's time to move on. There's that element of, and I'm not, saying that Champ and Derek are married at the, or at the hip. They're just, that's a human element of, okay, you didn't want me. You had me sitting in on meetings, had me running the franchise. I'm signing futures contracts earlier in the weekend or late last weekend. You don't want me. Okay. That's human nature. I would not, I would not blame Kelly one bit if that's how he felt. Um, and that is the reality. I think, and this is purely Hondo opinion, that when the dust settles, um, if Champ doesn't get a GM job, that you will see uh, him remain here. That's what I believe. That's my speculation. Hope to find out more about that today. Um, Telesco would be wise to keep him. Telesco was in the same um, division. He has a good idea on the Raider roster for sure. Not a handle on it by any stretch, but he's certainly farther along than like a Dave Ziegler was when he came in from New England. And I think it's going to be a new day. Now, someone said to me, when Ziegler and McDaniels got here, it was the Patriot way. Do you think this is going to be the Charger way? No. And I want to explain my feelings behind that. The Chargers way is dictated by a man that many believe is the worst owner in the National Football League um, in an organization that is perennially um, uh, cheap. Okay, Now, the Raiders in their past have had to be very, very um, cheap. Money was a huge issue. That's not the case with this team anymore. Mark Davis has proven I'll spend any amount of money that it takes, but my expectations are I want a winner. So that's where that sits right now. I don't think there's going to be any type of a charger way. I don't think there's any type of a charger way to bring. This is the Raiders. You've got AP in there who is going to do the Raider way. So that is, I, I think AP is going to keep this franchise very grounded and very 
um, stable in the Raider way. They're going to have to come to some type of a understanding. And I plan to ask Telesco about this today. I mean, are you going to try to imprint um, what you want with Antonio Pierce? Or are you going to imprint what you want based on what Antonio Pierce wants? I think that's very, very important. Um, I think it's important that AP and Telesco have a very good working relationship. I talked yesterday, so if you didn't see the podcast, you can go back and check it tomorrow yesterday. Um, I think it's very important that there be esprit de corps. I think the two men have to be able to disagree. The two men have to be able to talk. Um, we have to find out what's the delineation. If there's an, a disagreement and, an, and a decision cannot be made where both parties can come together, who has final authority? Who has final say? I think that's important to know. And I'm going to tell you right now, everyone knows the affinity that I have for AP. But I hope Mark Davis's answer is Tom Telesco does. Because that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to do it. And, um, and the way it should be done. So today's podcast is not going to be as long as others because I'm going to have all of the video from the um, press conference for you. Now, the press conference begins at 1. Um, so I'll be posting it as soon as it's over. I would expect it to probably go a half hour, 45 minutes. And, um, and there to be a lot of discussion afterwards. So I would say 1 o'clock. Probably you'll see the video sometime between 5.15, 5.30, maybe 5.45 Eastern. Um, you know, 2.30, 2.45, maybe even 3 o'clock Pacific. And uh, But I think today, if you're a Raider fan, um, I, I, I would think you would be disappointed that they went away from champ unless you just wanted a guy with experience, which is a very fair opinion. But I don't think that you, you need to be dogging on Telesco either. I think this is your guy now. And regardless of who you wanted, if you wanted Dodds, I know there's a ton of people that wanted Dodds. This is your guy now. So you rally around your guy. It wasn't Telesco's fault that Champ Kelly didn't get the job. It wasn't Telesco's fault that Ed Dodds didn't get the job. Now, what's going to be interesting is if Dodds ends up in Los Angeles with Jim Harbaugh. It's going to be interesting what that pairing is like. And make no mistake, Telesco is going to have a big impact on this team and where they go, as will AP. And so the really the direction is your GM and your head coach. It really is. And so now if the Harbaugh and Dodds end up in Los Angeles, you're going to get a full frontal view of them and what they do and what both franchises look like. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And now you have an offseason of stability, obviously. <clears throat> Combine coming up, draft coming up, um, free agency coming up, so many things coming up. And now you get a front row seat to that, to watch how it all evolves, to watch how it all happens. And uh, it's going to be great to watch and a lot of fun to watch. Again, apologize for the shortness of this podcast today, but I'm going to have all that video coming up later. And I appreciate all of you. So from all of us here at Sports Illustrated, 
Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please remember, follow me on uh, IG at HadoSR. Follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter. When you go to at Hondo Carpenter, go to si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders. You get all of our articles. Additionally, when you're there, go to the upper right-hand corner, click newsletter, sign up, never miss another story again. Look forward to seeing you all very soon. So from all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for being with us. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa.